Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Have you ever had the condom slip off when playing with other partners? We cover what you need to do when you discover you have an STI. You, your partner, and your sexual partner's health is important. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Offering you the naked facts about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. All right, let's get into it. You had an amazing sexual encounter, and now you think you have an STI. So what do you do? Well, there's three things to this. You've got your mental aspect when you're all freaking out, trust me, and then your physical part that you have to take care of. And then you have your social aspect, you know, notifying the person that you played with. Mentally, try not to stress out. I know it's hard, but try not to freak. But you are going to freak a little. But try not to freak too much. Google the symptoms. Take a look to see what's out there. But I will shorten it up for you. The most common STI that you're going to get in a swinger environment is trichomoniasis. It is a parasite. I know it sounds gross. But it's treatable. You get an antibiotic. It has the similar symptoms to BV. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We're going to get into that in a second. What should they not do when they start researching all this stuff? First thing you want to be very careful of is looking at photos. And one of the sources that we provide down below is WebMD. And WebMD is pretty scary. And a lot of the images are horrifying. 
So, they have horrible images. I don't remember them having horrible images. Uh, they, there, there are some. They, they show some <laughs> photographic examples of what these things look like. Um, one of the unfortunate things is a lot of the symptoms and the pictures look very similar. So right. a whole bunch of them look almost the same. It's tricky to look at photos and say, that's what I have, or that's what it looks like. Exactly. It's really important to have a conversation with your partner about this. Be supportive of each other. Reach out to your swinger friends and have a conversation with them about it. If they've been through it, what their tips are about it and see where you go from there. Right. Get an action plan. Figure out what you're going to do. After you've done your research, what's my next step? And then act on it soon because things can, uh, they, they progress. They tend to get worse before they get better and they don't always get better. Some things will resolve on their own, but we are going to get into that in a second. Physical. Now we're talking about the most common swinger STI, trichomoniasis. We're going to give you some highlights as to what that is. Um, and then you can get all the nitty gritty details. We have a uh, sexual health playlist on YouTube for you guys to listen to on BV, which is bacterial vaginosis, trichomoniasis, several episodes on STIs. Be sure to listen to those. If you don't know what trichomoniasis is, it is a parasite. It is curable with an antibiotic, like I mentioned. Typically, there is an odor. Smells like fish. The symptoms will appear anywhere from 5 to 28 days. They can clear up on their own. The symptoms can clear, but the parasite will not go away until you get the antibiotics. Both men and women can have it. The men will carry it. Um, it'll stay in the urethra. If you don't have both partners on antibiotics, you just keep passing it back and forth. It can also cause other health issues for you. It makes you more susceptible to HPV and other vaginal issues and STIs. So you do want to get that treated. One of the other things to think about a lot of times the partners you're playing with don't realize they have it. Uh, yes. They, they're not aware of it or they don't know what it is. They've maybe noticed the odor, but they haven't figured out the solution to it. It's good to have that conversation with them because they'll become aware of it. And by the way, <laughs> you may have trichomoniasis because of this. It is a delicate subject and it's not an easy one to broach, but it's kind of important because they're going to continue spreading it to other people. Right. The good thing is it's not life-threatening. It's annoying. It affects your sex life and it keeps you down for a while, but it's treatable. And in seven days, you're on your way again. Now, you can't drink when you're on that medicine. So if you like to have a nightcap, you're going to have to pass that up. But um, one thing I did want to say, too, was that sometimes with that condition, Depending on where you are with the infection level, you won't notice the smell until you've actually started to engage in sex. Right, right. And that's documented. You can find that research online. So sometimes you find yourself in a play situation. You're like, holy crap, why, why do I smell? What about testing? So one of the first things that you can do is... Create a telemedicine appointment. So most healthcare providers provide this nowadays, especially in the post-COVID environment. Mm -hmm. um, you can call in. Uh, it's a use your cell phone, use the video conferencing feature, and you'd have a conversation with your provider. 
There are several other providers, uh, WISP, Teladoc, and Amazon Clinic. They all provide telemedicine, and it's pretty easy to get scheduled with them and walk them through what your symptoms are, and they'll ask you a bunch of questions about that. Yes, and those were just the top three at the top of the first page on Google, but there are a lot. Right. A lot. In fact, I went to a few of these, and and I advanced through their their, their selection and prices and whatnot. Several of them, I realized, were way more pricey than I expected. And so I went to my own insurance provider that had their own Teladoc, and it cost me $0. So right. please check your own insurance first. Um, and if you don't, and if the price isn't good, you know, check out these other ones as well. Yeah. The other thing that you can do is go to an urgent care facility. And mm-hmm. most cities have them. Um, they're they're relatively inexpensive. You can walk right in. Uh, a lot of times you don't even need yeah. an appointment. 50 bucks, 60 bucks, and you're, yeah. you've got an appointment. And they'll, they'll write a prescription for you and off you go. Right. BV and trichomoniasis are very similar. If I hadn't said that before, what's interesting about a teledoc is that they will want you to get tested for trichomoniasis. So if you're not quite sure which one you have, just tell them your symptoms and then they'll prescribe you a medicine. The medicine is the same for both of those uh, conditions. And the medicine is uh, metronidazole. Yes. Yes. They have an oral version and they have a vaginal version. Um, some people like the oral version better than the vaginal. The uh, vaginal can be very... Um, Irritating. Uh, Irritating, yeah. yeah. And can kick off a yeast infection after you're done using that medicine. So some people will go with the oral medicine, but that means you can't drink. So it's up to you and how your body reacts and what you want to do. We have heard that the oral medication is a little bit more thorough as well because it goes through your entire system versus almost topically applying it inside the the vaginal canal. Right. So it, it will... It'll clean you out pretty well in terms of killing off the, the infection. Right. And if you waited a little too long and you say you're six months down the road and you've had this reoccurring infection going on and on and on and it, it resolves itself and you've never been on any medicine, you could have a urinary tract condition as well. And right. that's where the oral medication will will come into play. This is all documented. I'm not just pulling this out. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably the second most important thing after all of this, uh, yeah. getting yourself treated, especially if it's something like trichomoniasis, is go get tested. Yeah. You can you can go through your primary care physician. You can go through uh, the urgent care facilities, either one of those, and ask for a full panel um, STI test. Right. But I will say, ask for the trichomoniasis test because it's usually not in that panel. Right. So be specific about which things you want to be tested for because most panels are not a full spectrum panel. They're the most common ones that they test for. Um, HIV and hepatitis are are on that list. Um, But a lot of times they won't even test for HPV. Or herpes, so right. it's good to get tested. Right, and and I, I don't, and I'm not advocating not getting tested, but sometimes as a woman, when you're suffering and you're you're 
your lower region is on fire and you need medicine that day or the next day, you can't wait for a doctor appointment four days down the road and a test to come back three days later because now you're seven days out and you are suffering. Testing is great if if you can wait, but if you're in pain and you need medicine right away, there is a solution for that. And there's also an advantage of getting tested after you treat because then you know if you got rid of it or not. Yes. So it, it has an advantage. But remember, you've got testing, you've got results, and then you've got your play periods. If you're going to go play with somebody else, make sure you get your results back before you go play again. Right. And they do recommend testing about three months after. Again, just make sure. Social, there's that social component, right? Who did you play with? Do you have their phone number? Sometimes you don't always have their phone number. If you do, please reach out to them. <laughs> um, if you don't, uh, reach out to the to the owner of the house party. Maybe they can reach out to that individual for you and ask them if to share that contact information. Uh, reach out to another swinger friend. Ask them if they got this other person's phone number. And let them know, hey, I have this. Could have come from you. Don't really know. Here's the incubation window, 5 to 28 days. Just thought I'd let you know. It's curable with an antibiotic. Heads up. Blah, blah, blah. Right. It's just socially responsible, and it's it's nice to be informed, and I mean, you don't really have to be embarrassed. I, it can be embarrassing, but if you're presented in a way where it's treatable and there's no... Uh, information is power, right? And I think in the end, people will be very appreciative we had an incident where someone came back and told us that they had an STI and we were very appreciative that they shared that information with us because it gave us the power to right away go get tested and and get treatment if we needed to. Right. So I, to this day, appreciate that person telling me because I had a choice to know what to do in that in that moment rather than just figure it out later a month down the road right <laughs> thank goodness nothing happened but <laughs> in conclusion remember to stay calm as you can be get support so reach out to your friends and they'll empathize with you and you you need to have a support group within the community do your research Understand what it is that you have and what your options are in terms of getting it treated. Contact your sex partner. Get and treatment right away. Get a hold of your doctor, too. So yes. That they can prescribe what they need to for you or through your telemedicine. Yeah. And remember to check out our sexual health playlist for more information not covered in this episode. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.